This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. We are live, back together again. Gosh, hello, girl. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It feels so good to be back. Oh my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. It's so good to be back. Miami chewed me up and spit me out, baby. But did you have a good time overall? I don't know if I'd say that. <laughs> no, I would, say, I would say I had good times while I was there. Mm-hmm. I did not have a good time overall, but that's okay. You know, I, I Yeah. That's okay. And I appreciate you saying that because I do feel like a lot of people like would, if they didn't have a good time, would cry in their bedroom and like their hotel room, but then project to the rest of the world that they had the best time ever. And it was like the most epic trick. Um, and I appreciate your honesty with that. I mean, I feel like I can be honest here. I definitely feel like it is weird because like it's work and it's a brand Mm -hmm. that brought me there. So I couldn't really go on my Instagram and say I'm having a shitty time. And it wasn't. And like, I definitely think I'm going to, I would like to like open up about it more after like, I kind of have time to process it and also like think about it because (laughs) I do, I do. Everyone who worked with the brand was everyone at the brand was amazing. And I really like working with this brand and they planned a beautiful event. It was an amazing, they did a really great job. But there were some things that were outside of their control that were difficult. And it's just like a balance of like, while they, while I'm, you know, you have to have a sense of professionalism as well. Um, And so I couldn't, I don't want to project to the world that I'm like, oh my God, I'm having the best time, which parts of it were amazing, but parts of it were also really fucking hard. Um, And yeah, I just was trying to like balance on like how to like be authentic to me and share that and not like making and also staying professional. Does that make any sense? A hundred percent. Totally. Yeah. So I'm so happy to be back. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. It's so crazy because you're back and now I'm leaving. Um, I, I'm going to be gone for three weeks. (laughs) I don't know why I thought it was like so far away still. uh, And then as Ray and I started recording this, I looked at the calendar and I'm literally leaving in eight days for three weeks. I can't. I'm going to have a a slight heart attack, (laughs) but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Um, So you're going to, you're going back to your parents first. I'm going back to New Jersey. The plan is to go back to New Jersey. We're going to see family. We're going to have a christening for Nicholas, which I'm excited about. And then Steve and I are going to go away. We're going to leave Nicholas with my parents. And then I have a bachelorette party weekend down the Jersey shore with like all my best friends from college. (laughs) I'm so fucking excited. Four of them are all getting married this year. So we're doing like a joint bachelorette party for everyone. Um, So it'll just be epic. Um, And I'm excited for uh, a weekend down the Jersey shore, to be honest with you. I haven't had one of those since college, so it'll be kind of wild, um, but it'll be fun. So yeah, we have a crazy three weeks ahead of us, but I got to get through this week first, you know? 
get through this week and then just like mm-hmm. lean into the crazy. I feel like this summer has been like the craziest of my life. I like can't even, it's just like, you just got to lean into it and enjoy it. I'm so happy that you get to go home and be with your family and like have a christening for Nicholas and then have some much needed, just you and Steve time. I think you guys do a good job of still like prioritizing yourself and having some one-on-one time together. Oh my gosh. Yes. That has been like such a priority. And honestly, we've been really good at just adventuring out here, even with Nicholas, which I think is so important. I was seeing someone's stories the other day and they were pretty much saying how like they can't leave home because of their baby. They can't do anything. They try and taking their baby out and like, it's miserable, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn, like if that's their reality, like that sucks. But like, I just feel like that's such a, an attitude that a lot of women project. And like, that's not true. Having baby doesn't ruin your life. And I am just out here trying to prove it and live that. So I think we're doing a good job. I agree. Oh my gosh. I am so excited for today's episode because we are doing a major big overhaul. Ask Ray and Case. <laughs> Ask Ray- <laughs> I don't even fucking know my name. Ask Ray and Kay advice session. Um, you guys submitted so many great questions and Ray and I are going to get into them, right? Yeah. Cause usually we do this at the end of every episode and we've completely dropped the ball. We literally, I was like talking to Christine. I was like, wait, we haven't done one of these at the end of an episode in like three weeks. What are, what are we doing? We just completely dropped the ball and forgot. So bear with us. We're like, we're going to do a whole episode as this is your advice column. You asked, we're giving you our solicited advice. I don't know how good our advice would be, but here we go. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. First question. I'm moving into a new college as a junior and living in a house with six girls. How do I befriend these girls without coming off too strong and being too much? I'm so awkward. Um, I love this because I don't know about you, Ray, but while I was in college, I always lived with so many girls. Like at one time I lived with 10 other girls and I just had the best time. So I'm so excited for this person and I wouldn't overthink it. Just try and just be you and like anything that you're enjoying doing, try and include your roommates in it. Whether it's like cooking dinner, whether it's like watching Love Island, whether it's smoking a blunt, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is, um, I think just be open and inviting and you'll fall into a groove. I think you did smoke a blunt and watch Love Island at the same time. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Sounds amazing. But I know, I think it's okay to recognize like, okay, going into this situation, I don't know if these six girls like know each other from before. Um, Mm -hmm. and you're coming into that, like, that's okay to be nervous. That's okay to be overwhelmed. Like anyone in that situation would feel the exact same way. So I think you just have to go in with an open mind and be like, okay, I'm doing this. Here I go. I'm going to put myself out there. Um, and I think you really do have to take initiative and of, and, and not necessarily like wait for them to maybe, I hope that they would welcome you in. I'm sure they will welcome you in with open arms. But like Christina said, I think it's great to be like, Hey, do you guys want to watch this tonight? Or I'm, you know, going to do, you know, going to go for an evening walk after dinner. Do you want to come just like create those situations where you can start like building those relationships, but also just like get excited because living with girls in college was I had the best time. Like I remember staying up mm-hmm. in college. I I lived in a sorority house with 32 girls, which was insane. Oh, shit. Yeah. And, um, I peed my pants so much in college just from staying up laughing and like having the best time. So I think this is like the beginning of a really exciting adventure for you. And I'm really happy for you. 
I'm laughing right now because when I was watching, when I was in college living with those nine girls, we would like smoke a blunt and start forgetting Sarah Marshall. Marshall, but we never finished it. So forgetting Sarah Marshall was on in our house for like at least like an entire year and no one ever got through the entire thing. <laughs> People come over and be like, you guys are watching this again. Be like, we still haven't finished it. You've seen the first 15 minutes of forgetting Sarah Marshall like 25 times. More than that. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. And I also think I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. And I also think that everyone, every, I just want to reiterate, everyone feels nervous in those situations and no, and like, it's okay to be awkward. Like we're all like a little bit awkward. And like, once these girls get to know you and like your personality, those like awkward and weird things about us is like what you love most about your friends. So just as a cliche as it is, be you, be open, put yourself out there. Um, and this is going to be, this is going to be fun. Yeah. And also at the end of the day, if for some reason you aren't like super chummy chummy and don't become best friends with your roommates right away, that's okay too. You can find great friends outside of that circle. Um, with your roommates, all you really need is a level of respect and trust. And if you put that out there, you should receive it in return. I love that. You're so wise, Christina. <laughs> oh my God. All right. On to the next one. On to the next uh, one. I recently lost my virginity. I'm 27. And what do I do now? I don't know what I'm doing. Well, I hope it w- I hope, I hope that you're, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> I hope it was good. You're going to say, I hope it was good. <laughs> I was going to say, but if it wasn't, that's okay too, because the first time isn't always good. Um, but I hope you're feeling okay afterwards. I feel like I know when I, like there can be a lot of pressure around that and build up, but what the hell you do now, now, girl, you just enjoy, enjoy sex, enjoy life if you want to, but also you don't have to run around and have sex all the time now if you don't want to. But I don't know if this is a partner that you're going to be having more sex with, because if so, that's exciting. And you guys can explore together and like go on this, you know, journey together and get to know each other in that intimate way. And if it's not, then that's cool too. I think it's, um, uh, something now that maybe you can be more comfortable exploring with other people. And if not, you just got to do what feels right for you. Um, just because like the beast has been unleashed, if you will, doesn't mean you need to (laughs) run around. I know that was kind of gross. I'm sorry. (laughs) But I feel like, I feel like with like losing your virginity, don't you think it's like, such a big deal, such a big deal. And then it happens. And like, like she said, it's like, okay, well now it happened. Now what? I mean, yeah, I totally agree with everything that you said, but I just don't, I think that you kind of just need to relax about it and go on with your life and do whatever you want to do. Like I said, if you want to sleep with a bunch of people, go for it, do it. Um, if you don't want to have sex for another year or two or whatever, you don't have to do that either. Um, but no one knows. It's not like when you lose your virginity, there's like a scarlet letter written on you or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't think you have to like write a proclamation. I don't need, think you need to tell everyone in your family or like everyone that you meet that you just lost your virginity. Just like, hopefully it was a good time and hopefully you'll have more and that's it. Yeah. There's nothing overcomplicated about it. Um, okay. I'll read the next one. Okay. I really like one of my guy friends. How do I maneuver this? shocking shocking oh my gosh here we go again ray (laughs) thinks you can't be um you can't have platonic male female relationships if it were me in this situation i would just seriously amp up the flirty this you know 
So you may be touching his shoulder a little bit more than you did. Maybe your hand's gracing his back a little bit more than you did. Maybe you're just sending flirtier texts. But I think that's how I would kind of initiate it. Because if you're starting to like your guy friend, I think you want to proceed with caution, in my opinion. That's what I would do. You don't want to like go full in and be like, oh my gosh, I like you now. Like, what do we do? Because one, you don't know if those feelings are real. Maybe you're just like fantasizing a little bit, maybe just some infatuation and you don't know how he feels either. So I would kind of like test the waters, put it out there, act a little flirty and kind of see how he reacts and then go from there. What do you think, Ray? I think you should get drunk and make out with them. Just kidding. (laughs) Mm, That could work. No, I completely agree with what you said, Christina. I think like little, just start to like drop the hints, like drop the, exactly amp up the flirting, like, you know, the, he'll catch on, like you can be flirtatious. And then like, if it's not reciprocated or you're feeling weird vibes, you can just be like, Oh my God, chill out. Just like being whatever. I don't know. Um, or option two, when you're drunk, just like try and make out with them and see what happens. <laughs> That's the worst advice I can option. give. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. But I, I think the healthier advice would be try flirting with him more first and um, look for cues that he's feeling the same. Yes. Which I feel like he probably is, to be honest. But I think so, too. I, I think if you're feeling that way, it's probably reciprocated. Yeah. Uh, or he at least wants to make out with you and hook up with you. Yep. At, at the very least. Um, all right. How do How do I keep things fresh in a marriage? That one's for you. I guess I'll take this one. (laughs) Um, Well, if you're talking about keeping things fresh in the sex department, I think you should listen to our last podcast with Dr. Viviana because she drops some really, really, really good tips. Like simple little things like to get out of like a routine or get out of a funk, um, which I love. Like even like the simple little things like switching up the location. If you're always having sex in the bedroom, have sex on the fucking kitchen countertop or on your living room sofa, little things like that. So listen to that episode because she drops a bunch of great things. And then two, I think um, for me, at least what's really important is just like staying active and happy and having hobbies and having friends in our lives. Like for Steve and I, I was like, okay, I think we need to choose like things to get really good at. So we chose tennis and golf. And those are things that we're going to start doing together. Um, but I think involving your partner in activities that make you happy and trying new things together, whether it's like, maybe you both like being outdoors and you want to go hiking. So now you start looking for different hiking paths in your neighborhood, or like you expand to different areas. Um, I think just like keeping your mind open and finding things that you can do together is really important. What do you think, Ray? Any tips for um, I think married <laughs> couples? <laughs> as someone who is very single, here is my advice. No, I think you. I think you. I don't have anything else to add. I think you are the expert here on this and put that perfectly. And I definitely think, like, yes, like I think you said it perfectly. I have nothing else to add. I'm not going to add anything unless I have value, <laughs> and I have nothing else to add. So I'm just going to read the next one. Perfect. Um, Dealing with social media FOMO, comparing your life to others on social media's lives. Oh, girl, this one I actually really, really struggled with last week when I was in Miami. Um, Being in like a situation like that where it was like swim week and like I felt like 
if I wasn't at this thing that someone else is posting about or I wasn't invited or whatever, I was like, oh my God, like, why am I not at that? Am I not cool enough? Like to get invited? Like, and I I really struggled with that. And I think right now more than ever post pandemic people are doing, it seems like people are doing the most and also probably posting about it the most because people are excited and they're like, Oh my God, look at what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And I think this is like a, something that every single person struggles with, even if they're seem to have a million friends and been doing all, all the things it's never exactly as it seems on social media. Like, and I saw that firsthand, like recently on my trip, like you see these people in these amazing places doing all these things. But when you like see the behind the scenes, it's, I promise you, it's like not always what it seems like. Um, but I think your feelings are like completely valid. Um, and a lot of people struggle with this and I honestly don't really have, I mean, an answer on how to get over it besides being aware of it. And, um, not like letting yourself, I guess, like feed into it too much. But what do you think, Christina? Dude, I'm the fucking queen of FOMO. Like it is ridiculous how much FOMO I have and it's like for everything. So I totally, totally relate, but I also really could not believe more that comparison is the thief of joy. And you just do not know what's going on behind the scenes. Like I actually had a friend, I think I mentioned this on here once before, but, um, a friend like comparing her relationship to mine and Steve's relationship because she was seeing our posts online and she's like, I just don't have that. And I was like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. Yes. Steve and I are like in love and things are great, but we also just had a fucking blowout flight fight the other day. And like, things aren't always perfect and people definitely share their highlight reel. So I think you just have to remember that. And I guess like tangible tips, if you are having FOMO because you see people going on vacation, for instance, then maybe you should book a vacation and like try and have fun and don't compare your trip to someone else's trip, but do what you want to do. Or if you see people going out, then like, and you're kind of having FOMO about that. Well, like, remember you have friends and you have family and you can go out too. So, um, I think just whenever you're having those moments of FOMO, try and practice gratitude and be present in the moment because chances are you have so much going on around you that you have, that you should be so grateful for and happy for. Mm-hmm. So, and also it's okay to put the phone down and stop scrolling and go out and like, yeah, put your phone down and do and do something else. Like, I think it's easy to sit there and scroll and scroll and be like, everyone's doing all this, like put your phone down, um, step away from it. And I also think that, um, to have a full life and to have a happy, like to have a fulfilled, happy life where you are, you know, doing things and all this doesn't mean you need to document it on social media either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm sure there are a lot of things that maybe you do that you don't share on social media and that's mm-hmm. like, that's okay. And I think, but the main thing I think is to just put the phone down and stop scrolling. Um, and also mute people. If there's someone that is, you constantly feel like, and it's nothing against them. Like if the, you see someone that's triggering something in you with what they're posting, that's totally fine to mute their posts, mute their stories for a little bit. So you're not seeing that and it's not bringing up those feelings. I just did that actually yesterday. So Me when too. I, was following, I was like, 
Really? Wait, I feel like it might be the same person, but not. <laughs> anyway, I think it's probably uh, a different person. I don't know, but we'll talk after. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Let's get into the next question. I've been in a relationship for almost seven years, but there's been times where my boyfriend has talked to other women and I still don't trust him. At this point, should I just not be with him? I feel like I'd want to get married, but don't trust him. He also needs a visa and it's something I feel pressured about. What should I do? Wait, did I write this? I'm sorry. Are you living my past life? Wait, Wait, Christina, I don't remember reading that question. Really? What? Okay. Well, it didn't just show up there. Do you think that you actually wrote it by accident? No, I didn't write that on accident. But I can tell you as someone who is in, and I'm not kidding you, the exact situation. This is freaking me out. Okay. I was in a relationship for basically eight years. My ex often spoke to other girls often. I don't know if anything physical happened, but there was, there was chatting for sure. He also needed a visa. Whoa, this is freaky. Um, but the big thing is here, you're admitting it to yourself. You don't trust him. And I also knew that. And that drove me mad. And it was the foundation of the most unhealthy relationship. If you don't trust him, you are going to not only make yourself him miserable, but more, you're going to make yourself miserable, which is the most, Mm -hmm. the key thing here. And I think that as hard as it is, I know it's been a long time. You need to let, in my opinion, then again, this is just us sharing our advice. You need to let that relationship go because if you're already thinking this marriage, isn't going to make it better. It's probably just going to make it worse and make it messier. Um, and I know the pressure of the whole visa situation and I'm very sympathetic for you going through that because it is really adds another layer to a relationship that's already difficult. Um, but you know, the answer just by reading that question, you know, the answer that you don't trust him and going in, continuing this relationship, I don't think is the right move. And I don't think it's going to work. 100%. I cannot agree more. And we don't want you to like blow up your life, but, um, trust is the most important part and like, uh, such a huge foundation for a relationship. And if you don't have that, like Ray said, it's not going to get better with marriage. And it's definitely going to get even harder with kids. So I think that's so important. And also, to be honest with you, I'm kind of fucking annoyed. Like, he needs a visa and he has the nerve to talk to other girls. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Not that, like, he should treat you like a queen to get a visa, but, like, show a little fucking respect. Um, so I think you already know the answer. Yeah. And I know, Christina, you said like, we don't want you to blow up your life, but like kind of sometimes like that happened to me and it was the best thing that ever happened. So I don't know if you guys live together and have very intertwined lives. Like we were basically my ex and I were basically married. Like we were so intertwined and my life did a complete 180 and it was fucking hard, but the best thing to ever happen to me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I just want to also add that, that if you are scared of like changing everything in your life, a lot will probably change when you've been with someone for that long, but I promise you it doesn't sound like this is right. And what's ahead of you is going to be so much better. Agreed. All right. Um, let's go on to the next one. Um, how to become a relationship girl. I love being single and dating, but I struggle committing to one person. Hmm. I don't think you have to be a relationship girl. If you don't want to, like who says you have to, if you don't want to commit, maybe it's not, 
maybe you haven't found the person worth committing for yet. I think you need to go on Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> Maybe. I've never seen that show. Are you serious? That's the whole I point. Of, that's the entire point of the show. Wait, what? To like learn oh to be in a committed relationship? Yes. They take all of these hot singles who just want to like have sex and have flings and teach them the basis of having a strong <laughs> connection and relationship. Anyway, so you need to I'm kidding. But also, I agree with what you said. I, I don't think if you're not ready for a relationship, you don't have to put pressure on yourself to be in a relationship. I mean, if you think about it, like, like most people like enter committed monogamous relationships and marriages that they plan to be in, like for the rest of their lives, like in their thirties, knock on wood, people are like living to their eighties or nineties. You're going to be with someone for like 50 to 60 years. So I just think that there's no rush. If you don't want to commit to someone right now, you don't have to. Yeah. Who wrote the rule book? There's no fucking rule book, but I'm going to watch too hot to handle also. You need to watch it. It's so trashy TV. It's so good. Um, I actually talked to Casey and Joey in Miami. They were two on the cast this year. And I was like, Casey, fuck Chase. If you've watched the show, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, She was really drunk, though, but she was really nice. Both of them were very nice. (laughs) Was Um, it in the bathroom? No, it was at the Versace mansion. Ooh, but was it? Okay, I just feel like sometimes you have, like, the best girl talk with strangers and the women's bathroom, you know? I know, I know, but it wasn't. Um, But yeah, I think uh, just reiterating what you said, Christina, you love, if you're loving this phase of singleness and dating around right now, I think that just enjoy that. But if they're, I think until you are like, I want to have a relationship, then just have fun and enjoy that. And that's it. Totally. All right. How do I feel confident sexually? I mean, I think that part of this comes with experience. I think it comes with just maybe for me, a lot of it has come from like just being confident in my body and in my skin, because I think that like when I was too embarrassed to take a t-shirt off having sex, like I'm not going to feel confident sexually. Um, So I think that like working on your self-love and your body acceptance is a really big part. At least it was for me. And I also think just having communication, right? Like with your partner, because I think if you guys are on the same wavelength and you, if you could be like, Hey, I want to try this or like, this feels good. Like if you're able to vocalize that and speak up, you're going to just feel super empowered. So I think a lot of that also comes with having trust in a partner that you feel safe with. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I was going to say, I think it's way easier to be confident sexually. If you have a partner that you're having sex consistently with especially Mm -hmm. in a committed relationship. I think it is hard. I think you can be confident in bed when you're having casual sex for sure, but it's a different level of like, if you're wanting to try new things or really like dive deeper into sex when you're with like a committed partner. Um, But I do think if we're just talking about like being confident in bed, like maybe if you're, you're dating and seeing people, I think it really starts with like you and feeling secure in yourself. And I think that you just got to tell yourself that you, you're a hot bitch and like, they're lucky to be <laughs> having sex with you. And I mm-hmm. also just think like, I talked about this in my dating episode a little bit. Like if it comes to body issues, I just think like men can't even like go to the grocery store and get like the three things we told them to get. Like, do we really expect them to be having sex and being able to like, also like be like, Oh, look at her stomach roll or look at her cellulite. Like they're just, all they're thinking about is like that they're having sex right now. Like, I just don't think that they're 
think like we think about our bodies more than they do. They're probably thinking, oh my gosh, I'm having sex. This is amazing. Like, I just don't, I think we definitely overthink it a little bit. Um, and I think it also just comes with like practice and experience as you get more comfortable, especially if it's with the same person. Yeah. And I talked a little bit about this, um, on the Dr. Viviana episode, but there's like little things that you could do. Like for instance, like shaving your legs or just shaving in general. Like if you're not like groomed and like, that's something that makes you feel uncomfortable, you're not going to feel confident. So like, if you want to have sex, you want to be prepared or like even like finding like cute lingerie or just like feeling confident what you're wearing, like that helps you feel good. Um, like I know when I'm going to a party, if I have a fucking awesome dress on that makes me feel great about myself, I'm going to walk into that party with confidence. And I think the same thing goes for the bedroom. So keep that in mind too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I always think that like, I guess what makes you, (laughs) is this like TMI? What makes you feel like confident? Like I always have to make sure I'm like, yeah, if you have like, I like to have like shaved legs, you know, make sure you're like Mm -hmm. feeling good. I personally like to like be in my environment where I can control like the lighting or like whatever, like I set the mood a little bit, like light a candle. Like there are things that you can do to make yourself comfortable and like set the mood. Agreed. Agreed. Um, also, gosh, I'm so sorry that I keep cursing so much. I really need to stop. Like, have you been cursing? Problem. A lot? Yes. I think I say the F word like every other sentence. Well, I think I do too. So maybe I don't notice it. Okay. Well, maybe if I do, excuse me, my parents taught me better. Um, Okay. Advice on balancing career relationship and wellness, wellness goals. I only give attention to two at a time. I I think this is just hard. And honestly, I think it comes with scheduling things and making a routine. And I think that, I think there's so much pressure to be good at everything and succeed in all facets of our life at the same time. And sometimes that's just not reality. Um, But I know for me, what I've been really struggling with is my wellness goals um, and just fitness in general. And I just wasn't feeling great about myself physically and just, just in general. So I really started um, making a goal to work out at least five days a week. And I've been scheduling that and I have a schedule where I do it every single day at seven 30 or every single day in the morning and making that part of my daily routine has made a huge difference for me. So I think if you can schedule it in, uh, I think probably for a lot of us, wellness goals are the ones that fall off quickest. It's just like really hard to balance everything. Like we are always doing like we, and I think I'm trying to like decondition myself from feeling like I need to be doing the most all the time. Like you have to be really successful at work. You have to have a healthy relationship. You have to be taking care of yourself. Like that's just like pressure that we put on women and it's just like exhausting and I think it's okay to recognize like you're not going to be like oh my gosh like I'm hitting every single goal at every single time like it's going to ebb and flow and I think the best that you can do is give yourself like a little bit of grace and um recognize that like you're doing your best you don't need to be like maybe your goal is to do work out two times a week and you know invest in one date night a week with your significant other um like it doesn't need to be these huge big things like start small um but also recognize i don't think any person would ever say like oh yeah i'm like feeling good in all these three areas no <laughs> i just i actually no. think it's impossible oh, yeah i think it's to do i think there's little things you can do but I feel like I struggle every single day with this. So you're in good company at the very least. Yeah. Like sometimes if I feel like, like with work wise, like what I'm struggling with right now is like, I feel like I'm like, 
letting things slip with work because I'm like investing in like other relationships and like dating and friendships because for so long I didn't do that. I worked literally like seven days a week and had no friends and did nothing and didn't date. And so now it's like, oh, I'm doing that. Like, I feel like the other thing is sliding. Like, like I think it's just, there's always going to be seasons in your life where one thing is going to take more of your time um, than the other things. Yeah, totally. And for me, gosh, I feel like some days I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm killing it with the other, everything. And then other days I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible mom. I'm, I've been working all day. And then the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, I suck at my job. I've just been taking care of Nicholas all day. Like I haven't been even able to like look at my emails. So yeah, it's just really a balance, you know? And, um, but I, I do really think that scheduling things down and writing things like for me, like writing my to-do list and scheduling my workouts and at least has made a huge difference for me. Mm-hmm. That's a great tip. Um, okay. Let's do, should we do one more? Yes. Um, girl, I'm struggling hardcore with my postpartum body. I have stretch marks everywhere and all over my arms now. It's so embarrassing. And I just wish I had your confidence. Have you ever been in that positive headspace? How do I get there? Well, I think that this will can affect anyone, no matter if, whether you had a baby or not. Um, I've been struggling too. I mean, my body is so different than it was before. And like some days I feel hot and amazing. And the other days I feel like I don't even recognize myself and that's okay. But I do think that like, what I have learned is just to accept myself. Um, and that has made a huge difference. Like I don't feel confident in my body every single day. I don't, I wouldn't say I love my body every single day, but I'm able to look in the mirror and be like, Oh, my stomach is bigger and shaped different than it was before. And just know that's a matter of fact, but like that doesn't define me. So I think that that has taken a lot of personal work and growth over like the past two decades, honestly. Um, so I don't think that you should beat yourself up over it. And I think it's okay that like, if you're not happy, like there's things that you can do to try and work to change your body. I think there's like a huge thing. We've gotten a lot of questions on this too, but like, how do I stay confident, but like also wanting to change my body? Um, and it's okay if you want to lose weight. It's okay if you're not loving your stretch marks. And I think that there is like sometimes a lot of toxic positivity out there where it's like, oh, I love my stretch marks. Do you fucking really love your stretch marks? Maybe not, but like, I don't love my stretch marks. I know that, but like, I'm able to look at my stretch marks and not hate myself for them. Um, so I think it's trying to make those like little adjustments, um, every single day, but it's really, really hard. Mm -hmm. What do you think, Ray? I know it's hard because I haven't been through a significant body change like that, but, um, our bodies are going to continue to like evolve and grow as we change in life. Like as we have kids or like, it's just, or we go through a pandemic, like there are going to be things that make our bodies change significantly. And that's really hard to, come to terms with that change often and accept that, that, and it's like, it's almost like you're kind of grieving like a past self that maybe you thought was more desirable or that you felt more confident in that body. Um, so I don't, that's something I'm honestly like still working through cause I haven't had to have a significant change in my body. Um, but I think it's comes down to like, again, detaching, so much of our value on what we look like um, and focusing mm -hmm. on like this amazing human life that you've created and how good of, you know, like being a good mother and being a good wife and like showing people kindness and 
um, just focusing like less on that, but also what Christina said, like if, you know, you're, you're not feeling great, like talk to your significant other and make sure that you have time. Like, Hey, can someone watch the kids so I can go to the gym? Like, this is important to me. Um, Mm -hmm. and really being okay with taking time for yourself too, to like, if you want to start, you know, going to a trainer or going to workout classes or maybe like giving, going to get a massage, whatever it is, just having those conversations to make time for you, um, to feel, to feel better in your body. Sometimes like you just have to remember that, like try and look at yourself from an outside lens, because I guarantee people are looking at you and being like, oh my gosh, like what a beautiful mom, what a beautiful baby. And thinking that like, you're feeling so good about yourself. Like I know when I look, I look back at sometimes at high school photos and I'm like so sad that like I wasn't more confident then because it is crazy to me. Like I thought I was so fat and like, I'm like, Whoa, I am like way bigger than I now than I was in high school, but I feel so much more confident in my skin now than I was then. And you never know, like 20 years looking down the road, you're going to think about, look back at these photos that you have, like with your baby and be like, wow, like, I wish I was feeling better then. Like, I just had this incredible baby and like, my life is such a blessing and I have all these beautiful things going on. Why was I like, so worried about my arms and like not wearing that tank top or not going to like the beach or, you know what I mean? So I think that as hard as it is, you kind of have to take yourself out of your head and just do what like your younger self would want you to do or what your older self would want you to do and just try and be present um, for you and your baby. Great advice. Um, Well, I think that's all we have time for today, but thank you to everyone who submitted your questions. We're going to save the other ones to be sure to do them at the end of our uh, episodes. We'll bring back the ask away with Ray and Kay, R and Kay. I don't even know. We don't know what the segment's called anymore. That's how much we've dropped the ball on this. Um, but we'll continue to answer those at the end of the episode. So if you want to submit a question, you can DM us at, uh, on Instagram at the confident collective, and we will add those to our list. (sighs) Anything else I need to cover, Christina? Nope. Sounds good. And as always, if you're loving this episode, please make sure to share it on Instagram and yeah, we'll be back here for more. See you next week. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.